Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. Welcome. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. We're across all of your favorite podcast platforms. Oh, whether it's... uh, the Google Podcast, the Apple Podcast, the Pandoras, iTunes, 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 YouTunes, uh, all the tunes we're on. So check them out. Find your favorite podcast. Just search the Outdoor Zone, and uh, these shows are uploaded usually by the first part of the week, and it's or somewhere awesome. around there, somewhere around there for sure. Hey, uh, Cody Ryan sitting in. Uh, with, uh, Corona, Coro- no, no. S- strep no. TJ, strep TJ, strip. Uh, it's undetermined at this point. I like what you <laughs> said that I am not a good test taker. Yeah. So it is undetermined. However, yes. I do, I do want to do a shout out to anybody that's ever not felt anybody that's ever felt sick, whether it's a headache or a sore throat, or corona. Or, what does that even mean? That's everybody. I'm uh, Well, I'm telling you. So, like, three weeks ago, I got a 24-hour bug, and I and I, I just I couldn't eat anything. I was puking. I was sick. I, I never get sick. Dude, I'm 62. I'm, a, you know, strong like mule. And, uh, and then the last couple of days, I had this, like, my throat was on fire and I couldn't, couldn't, you know, it was terrible. And so I, uh, and I've just come to appreciate right now, uh, anybody being healthy, anybody that is sick right now, I just, my heart goes out to you. I'm sure the Corona thing is miserable absolutely miserable 
So I just want to say that right up front as I feel. Well, the two guys, two guys you were running with are both tested positive. You tested negative, and that's why I say you're just a bad test taker. Because well, and, I think it's kind of, you know, funny. That, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people right now that I know of, a whole bunch of people who were at a wintry music festival recently. No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All these people are sick. Yeah, so, and well, and you have the flu. You have cedar fever. Strep throat right now. Strep throat. You got yeah, cedar, cedar fever. fever. Mrs. Graney. Mrs. Yeah. Graney is snorting and sniffing and miserable right now. I've been of, fighting it. I've been fighting it for weeks, and you can look and see the cedar counts and exactly when they're very high, which they have been. And then you put in a 50 mile an hour wind yesterday. We had blow through the country. Really? I, I mean, I saw guys from that. I know from all over, uh, getting blown by. Yeah. Just <laughs> flying by. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, uh, those winds, man, holy cow. Knocked over a rocking chair on the front porch twice. And, uh, I mean, that's when, you know, you got a strong wind when a rocking chair goes over. Oh, I know. I had same, same thing. I had stuff laying all over the place and, and yeah, uh, I'm going to go assess the situation today. I didn't even try yesterday. Why? My thought was why even try and pick stuff up today? Well, and when the wind's uh, still howling, we're going to talk later on in the show, uh, about the red flag warnings out when you live out in the country when you get a red flag warning yeah you had a little uh you had a little talk experience yeah we're going to talk about the red flag warning and just how bizarre that is and and what it is when you live out in the country so this whole this whole living out in the country thing is it's a lot lot of work work. it is i'm telling you and And i don't and I ain't got no animals. When I was, uh, when I moved out, you know, out of the city, probably a year before, about a year before you, you did. And my in-laws did, and, uh, we moved out here and it, yeah. And it turns into immediate work all day, every day. <laughs> and so it'd be and like, y'all, y'all would roll into town and, you know, like, Hey, let's go have some lunch and hang out. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm going, yeah, that's great, but I got, I only have seven more hours of daylight left, and I have I'm not shredded know, any of the yard yet. And- Fourteen hours of work to do today in the next seven hours. Well, so. one of the things that I that I realized was, uh, and I don't know, I was like this around when I lived in the city too. I had a yard, and I was always doing something, building something, creating something, and you know, people to get, you know, folks do that stuff. But, uh, I, I, uh, uh, there's always a project. It's like, you just did your rain catch system and I just finished the well house and, you know, and and then you got to clean up everything that you got, you know, you got two tractor over here. You got a pile of rock over here. Yeah. Some more wood over here. You know, you hauled this. I mean, you just got constantly doing something, but I, I got the outside. I finished all my outside projects unless I started and I will, I have a couple more I'm going to do, uh, 
But until I start a new one, it's like, okay, I got all that done. I got all yeah. my stuff cleaned up. It, it really felt good. Must be nice. Must be nice. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, well, you know what else I got left to do. I got, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff left to do. I started on the, uh, on the farmhouse a couple of days ago. No, you do the inside. See, I, I guess when we first moved out here a couple of years ago, uh, I had, uh, I got the outside kind of tightened up, you know, a bunch of the really bad stuff tightened up on the outside of this old farmhouse, uh, 1890s farmhouse and, and then painted it and put on a new roof. I mean, no, nice. not a, not a cheap, cheap roof either. And no, it's nice galvaloom. Yeah. It's good. Uh, nice new roof on it, but then we built our house and I put on a tool belt every day and worked on building our house that we live in on the back of the property and the old farmhouse. I've been dying to get going. Um, and just finally, finally got in there and started getting after it this week. So pretty exciting. I I've only spent, you know, a day and a half in there or whatever, but I've got, uh, one bathroom demoed out. I've got one bedroom demoed out and the entryway demoed out as far as the Dude, old, that, uh, that Airbnb there, there, that's all you need right there is a bedroom and a bathroom. That's right. I just started be right, that thing out quick. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll just give a discount while, while <laughs> under construction, yeah. construction discount. Come on in. It'd be all right. Hey, we don't hey. start till 7am. So y'all sleep how, in. Yeah. How's your, how's your mom and Nan? <laughs> Y'all, y'all go ahead, sleep in. We, we're going to start construction about seven. So we'll give y'all time to sleep in. Hey, I was talking to, uh, Mrs. Graney the other day. And one of the beautiful things about living out in the country is that you can shoot a firearm responsibly when you want. And she's out there practicing with her personal carry. And she said, you know, I might want to buy another one, buy it, buy it, buy a different personal carry. And I said, well, then you just need to go to McBride's and get them to help you pick one out. And I remember going there myself and picking out uh, or watching you years ago, pick out that shotgun. You went down there and picked out a shotgun, the shotgun you shoot with today. It's whether you're looking for a new rifle shotgun, personal carry, or a special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. McBride's Guns has staff on a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, modify your firearms. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? They got them. McBride's Guns is in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 472-3532, or just go online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. Hey, turn your mic down, uh, backwards just a little bit. So talk past your mic a little bit. There you go. There All you right. Go. Yeah, that'll be better. <laughs> so we've got a full pack show. We've got fishing stuff we're going to talk about. We've got news the weird. Um, I saw, hey, I saw some guys pulling their boats out here uh, yeah, over the weekend. It's too cold. I don't know what they're thinking. We've got game warden field notes. Hey, uh, road rash. Let's go ahead and take a break. And uh, we'll get on with our 
segments. Yeah, so kind of threw beef, me off. You went you went a little early on on McBride's there. Well, I was thinking about it. Beef is uh, in the deer stand again. By the way, yeah, you know, know. you know where yeah. it always is. Like I was thinking, man, we need to find another third person to do the show because he's never here. He's but always the problem. Gone. The problem is, the problem is, is that. We do a hunting and fishing, you know, outdoor show with a bunch of hunting and fishing guys, outdoor guys that like to do that stuff. And so you're going to have that problem. None of us want to be here talking about it. We want to be out there doing it, right? Okay. <laughs> Good word. All right. We'll talk a little fishing on the flip side. Uh, TJ uh, is... Uh, you can hear him rumbling around there in the back. We're hoping that he feels better. We're good. He's just going to talk his way through this strep throat. Forget about it. Uh, I'm Cody Ryan, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk. Just don't uh, don't breathe while you're listening to this show today. Yeah, don't breathe in. yeah. We we ask that you wear your mask while you listen to the outdoor zone today. Uh, coming up uh, next, wear it over your you ears. Get- you get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Monkhouse, 24-7, 365 at Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the Bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. I got a good voice to go with that right now. It's TJ. The I'm going to let you zone. talk while you have a good voice for this a minute is, here. <laughs> this is my overnight radio show, uh, voice. Oh, uh, hey, the wait is over. Truckloads of new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams are headed our way during the Nile Maxwell sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. <laughs> well, you lost it. It was cool yeah, for a it second. It was going for a minute. Now you're 13-year-old again. Everything has discounts, and now it's the best time to see the new inventory before they're even online. That includes the most awarded truck on the road, the 2022-2021 Ram brand, and has been named best truck brand along with the back-to-back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. You have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal, and we'll beat it. 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. Yeah. Uh, hey, we should uh, – I know we we need to just shout out to Beefsteak. He is in his deer stand right now, but he is listening to the show. And, uh, and really, if he goes to shoot a deer, he should turn, you know, call us and then walk us through the seconds that lead up to the trigger pull in the shot. I'm just oh, missed again, dead gummit. <laughs> That's how it'll end. Uh, no, uh, so it's fishing season is coming up. I started working on my boat this past week I, I i went in and i took reels in to get cleaned up by a guy and i'm gonna run the same reels that i did last year and uh took hey, a bunch of men to get cleaned up 
I looked in that box of reels that I had. Yeah. That were, uh, <laughs> and like the best ones were these gigantic salt, salt, salt yeah. water. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. I and I, I could help Cody with. I wasn't real excited already. Yeah, you had this box of old reels. You're I like, have you some really just cool. go through those, and I was like, yeah, I get I, right on that. Yeah, on my priority all, list. They were all returns or trade ins for the a better reel one day. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason uh, they were trade ins, but so I got my reels uh, going to get cleaned up. I've got the wrap peeled off. Man, it felt so good to wipe my boat down you know like beauty? clean it up and see uh, like oh man it was like sparkles on it you know that you're not used to seeing or that i hadn't seen in such a long time i got a wrap on it and you know after a year it gets beat up and dirty and all that kind of stuff so uh it was nice to get in the boat and sit there and think about fishing a little bit because it, it is upon us and then of course we get 50 mile an hour winds yesterday and uh, it's mega cold this morning and, a, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I can wait a little bit longer before we <laughs> yeah, hit the old fishing the house. Uh, yeah. Before we hit that old fishing route, but, uh, we will be fishing soon. I'm fishing the Toyota, uh, Toyota MLF Toyota tournament on, uh, Lake Sam Rayburn at the first, uh, second week in February. So, so we're leaving after the first week of February to start practicing. And, uh, the second week of February we'll be in at Lake Sam Rayburn for that event. And then I leave, I know. Then I come home for a on, week on San Rayburn. Yeah. You know, a spot <laughs> I, I, it's so fun. It's so fun being that you're also my father. So I can give you a little bit harder, harder of a time, but I just, you know of a spot is what you say when you and I fished this lake a few months ago or a couple months ago together. Right. But I laugh because I put you in a boat and say, go, go to that spot. You wouldn't know how to get to that spot. You don't no, know where the no heck we were. Where that, I have no <laughs> I really, I have no, I'll tell you though. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You laugh because. But I, I know it's I was, true. I, when I was saying that, I was thinking, where the hell were we? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I could get to San Raver. Um, yeah. I could get to the launch. Yeah. Yeah. Probably get to the launch. Um, probably I'll tell you what launch. you need to do, though. So it was so funny when we were there fishing. I'm sorry I'm interrupting your segment but when we were there fishing the last month uh, your last tournament of last year i got to go with you and one morning we were fueling up with gas and i went in to pay or something i don't know what it was but i went inside the store and there was a little old lady this is old gas station you know some people in there still smoking cigarettes and uh, there's a little old lady and she was knitting these little animals uh yes crochet or knit i don't know what it was yeah she was doing to him but she was creating these little knitted creatures and uh I, and she had a whole bunch of them she said oh i make these for my grandkids and everything i said do you ever sell any of them she goes oh yeah sometimes i said i want to buy one and so she said well come back tomorrow i'll finish this one you can have it and i went back the next day we went back the next day and i bought it for like she wanted like 
$10 or $20 or something like it was less than $20, but I bought it. It was, and you were giving me grief the whole time. It's like, that thing is gnarly, dude. It's weird or whatever. It's weird looking. And it smelled like marble reds <laughs> and you were going to give it to a small but child. What, yeah. My granddaughter. Hello. It's going to be right. like this memory thing. You um, like this ashtray. <laughs> but anyway, it, uh, I was going to say, but I guess we gave that to, um, to Huxley, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to say you should bring it with you for good luck. No, 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 no. That's not, uh, you gave that to the other child. So, uh, Huxley's father should take it to good luck on his predator hunts that he does. Oh, well, no, only if he goes to San Rayburn, you need to stop by there and tell my little lady friend, Hi. Uh, tell grandma hi and buy a lady one. friend doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, you need to clarify that. Uh, so getting back to fishing, the end of February, we'll be hitting the national professional fishing league tournament in Kentucky at the end of February. You're look going towards the cold. That's you know what that, I'm right? saying. Yeah. That's you, what I'm saying. Complaining about it here, dude. They yeah. got like eight inches of snow on the ground there. I understand this. So, and this is only, you know, like a month out. I'm going to need uh, prayer, prayer, lots prayer. <laughs> a lot of prayer. I always need that, though. I'm going to need like electric socks, I've decided. Oh, dude, I've got all that. Yeah, I'm but I don't, I don't wear somebody else's socks. No, these are brand new. I've never worn them. Oh, well, then I'll I got wear a, yeah. I got samples. They sent me samples, and I have, I have these. Electric. They're not like tester ones, though, right? No, 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 no. They're not like, hey, we just developed these. Let's see if they work. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get them wet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I was thinking I need electric socks. Of course, my thermals. Um, But what else? I mean, hand warmers. What are those guys that, you know, you got friends up there. Call Billy Dakota or somebody that lives up there. And say what? No, what because doing? you can't ask a northern guy what to do in the cold because they just laugh at you. They're like, "What do you mean? It's only twenty-two out here today. It's not bad. I wear my shorts and my flip-flops in twenty-two. <laughs> I was going to say flip-flops. You yeah. know, it's funny that you would say that because we watched the show. Uh, Me, it drops to fifty-five, and I'm like, <laughs> we watched the show Heartland on. uh Oh, yes, I know. He says every week. But it's filmed in Canada, and they're riding on horseback in a snowstorm with a jacket and a long sleeve button down, and and they're just riding and talking. And I was like, I looked at Sandra, Mrs. (laughs) Graney, the other day. I said, how are they not shivering? And how do they, they just act like, and she's like, they act like it's just normal. How does she but say it? The, <laughs> they act like it's mm-hmm. just normal. <laughs> Why don't they get in their car? <laughs> oh, geez. I know it's, I, so oh, you can't ask okay. a Northern guy. No, that's the deal. Look, Dan Cook, our buddy up in, in uh, Virginia. Here we go. I think he's West Virginia. He's in way up North. Uh, he said he's got some electric socks. See? So he has some. That's what I'm saying. Electric socks are a big deal. Uh, but for a fisherman? But really, 
really the truth is that I used to have a terrible problem with my hands and my feet get cold, right? And my feet always would get cold until I started wearing wool socks when it's cold. And wool socks, I have not had an issue once since just simply wearing wool socks and then the correct boot or shoe or whatever. But I've not had an issue since I did that. So feet aren't as much of a concern as they used to be because I figured out how truly. Uh, oh, he, he sent me a picture of the brand of socks that he uses. That's funny. But yes. Rechargeable. Well, yeah, they have to be rechargeable. Oh, and they go all the way up the calves. Yeah, right. Those kind of socks. Well, I thought all you wore were the little short ones. You can't see. Come on, not when it's. Yeah, but not when it's. Okay. Oh, yeah, so much to learn. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll send you this. Thank you. Oh, they're unisex, so you can wear them or. Oh, my gosh. You can share them with her if she's out in the boat with you while you're practicing and she has cold feet you can just say i apologize to our audience at some <laughs> point the show will become thrilling and exciting at any moment uh boat show season you wanted to talk about but really well is the it deal time? is here's the deal here's the deal with boat show season if you can if you want a boat and you can find it and it doesn't have the exact <laughs> options that you want you're not going to get the exact options you want it doesn't exist right now if you, if you want a boat, you buy a boat because boats are far and few between. Motors are far and few between. Electronics are far and few between. But one thing that's not few and far between is Sun Automotive. And everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. And it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. They're family-owned and operated since 1978. They hire ASE-certified technicians to maintain and uh, work on your vehicles, of course. You can follow them on Facebook for tips and specials each and every single week. SunAutoService.com. Locations 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Go see our friends, Sun Auto Service. All right, coming up next, news of the weird and more. You only get it one place live in the bunkhouse, 7 to 9 every Sunday morning or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Oh, my goodness gracious. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. The brunch today is going to be spectacular. They've got uh, live music. They've got um, all their special foods out there. They've they've got their uh, oysters. Just, man, it, there's no better place in Austin for a brunch right now. They are they are 
saving the live music capital of the world with what they're doing over there with their music, their food, fresh, uh, their seafood, their fish and oysters are flown in fresh every week. And then they're handpicked. Um, they've got some desserts that are just off the chart. You got to follow them on their social media, the shore raw barn grill, hottest new restaurant in Austin. Uh, go visit our buddies, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider. Shore Raw Bar Grill, Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just past the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar Grill, go to shoreatx.com for all the details. Shoreatx.com for all the details and follow them on their social media. You, uh, go look at today's Facebook post. It's incredible. All right, now time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, um, one of the things that we talk about pretty often here, uh, it seems like. Well, hey, before we before we get going, did you have anything else on your on your fishing report that you needed to chime in on. I know we kind of cut you short there. No, no, we're, we're good. We're good. It's too dang cold to fish, but we're going to start fishing but here. The tournament soon. season starts in a couple of weeks and yeah. And, and if you, you want to buy a boat, then like I said, the only, I normally try and talk people out of buying boats, uh, unless they're going to use them all the time. But right now now buy a boat. If you want a boat, I mean, uh, try and find one. <laughs> I see guys settling for all kinds of weird stuff. I'm running my same boat again. And, uh, just because, I mean, I got no reason to switch. It's, you can't get trolling motors, electronics, boat motors, uh, uh every major boat, boat motor manufacturers behind schedule. So yeah, boat parts, boat pieces, all that kind of stuff is way, way hard to get. There's no sense in fighting it. I'm just going to roll down the road with what I got. Well, there you go. Uh, hey, the so news of the weird. The prince, the mayor, and the U.S. fish that ate Japan. An innocent gift from Chicago to Prince Akito in 1960 caused a decade-long ecological crisis in Jap- that Japanese scientists are now close to solving. When Crown... Crown Prince Akito visited Chicago on October 3rd, 1960. His sole request was to visit Shed Aquarium. Then Mayor Richard J. Daly, an avid angler, presented the prince with a gift that he scooped with a net from one of the tanks himself. 18 bluegills, the official Illinois state fish. Uh, the 26-year-old future emperor was already passionate, and he planned to stock exotic fish in the moat around his palace, according to accounts in the Chicago Tribune at the time. Uh, let's see. The intervening six days, six decades, the bluegills became an invasive species. In So what he did was he took the bluegill back yeah. and he loved them so much he gave them to his scientists and said breed these 
So they figured out a way to breed him. Then they started putting them in all the lakes, not just his little uh, moat, moat, but he put them in all the lakes all over Japan and they went nuts and they started killing. They started not just eating what they normally ate, but they started eating other things too. Well, they're, they're like a, I mean, a bluegill is, is the most, I think, uh, the, uh, it's a predator. It's a predator fish and probably for their size and their weight, I think that, uh, I mean, they'll, they'll eat, they'll eat and they'll chase down, you know, smaller, smaller bait and eat it and, uh, and grow to giant sizes. These bluegill that you see, uh, guys breeding in their ponds and stuff like that are, you know, several pounds for a bluegill. Oh man, I had them. Remember my little teeny, little teeny pond over there? And yeah, they were how. huge. By 2007, the Prince Fish, that's what they, they renamed it, the Prince Fish. Over there in, in Japan. Japan, uh, population reached an estimated 25 million. And get this, says, along with bass introduced from the U.S. for sport fishing in 1970s, the invader, and that was Ray uh, Scott went over there and introduced them to bass and and uh the invader accounted for 90 percent of all uh the they spent uh millions of do- they're spending millions of dollars to try and get rid of they're trying to get rid of the bass too and in some places they made it illegal to fish for bass in japan well and, and it, it does account for 90 percent of the of the fish in lake biwa which Lake Biwa in Japan is the lake notorious for the lake for bass fishing in Japan. If you go to Japan, and 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 a lot of people don't know, but uh, in Japan, I mean, there are some tackle stores. The fishing prestige in Japan is for that sector that follows fishing in Japan. It's huge, huge in Japan. There's guys that, I mean, a lot of guys that fish the Bassmaster Elite Series, a couple guys that qualified this year for the Bassmaster Elite Yosuke. Series, a couple guys, uh, Yosuke Miyasaki, the one guy. Yeah, the, you fished with him back in the day. Uh, but there's a lot of guys that come over and, and fish. I met several of them this year. Um, but it's a huge deal in Japan, and Lake Biwa is the lake that they all learn to fish on. It's become so pressured because it's not a giant lake, but it has giant largemouth bass in it, uh, that it's become so pressured that that's where a lot of these finesse techniques where guys are using lighter line and finesse baits have come from because the Japanese had figured out, holy cow, this lake has gotten pressured so heavily that now we have to keep coming up with new ways to catch these fish because they're getting smarter and smarter. And, uh, that's where a lot of these finesse techniques that we now use in the United States came from Japan. So they've returned the favor, uh, over and over and over again to show us how to catch bass here in the United States. Well, they consider it, they consider it. That's really interesting. And those guys are good, good fishermen. I mean, they're, fishing the elite so i mean yeah and they qualified this year uh you know a couple of guys uh that we knew and 
qualified this year. A lot of fun to see how they, I've got, I've got one buddy and I sent you some funny videos that he records, uh, a guy that I met this year that, uh, does some pretty funny videos. I think I posted, might've posted one on my uh, social media this week, but he, um, he is actually hosting or housing, I guess, one of the Japanese anglers and has been Masa and Masa qualified for the elite series this year. So it was like a big deal that he had been, you know, when he's not, when this, when Masa from Japan is not fishing, he's living with this, this guy I met this year, this buddy of mine, Cal and and then he qualified for the elite series. So it's like a big deal, you know, that, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, those guys gotta link up with somebody or they don't have a place to like stay, you know? And, uh, so wow. anyway, it's kind of a, kind of an interesting thing. Can you imagine just flying to another country and living there for, you know, the foreseeable, you know, unforeseeable future? And trying to figure out rules and driving and roads and where everything is and the money and the language and right. Yeah. That's, and then to do it successfully. Right. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's successful and that's now Maxwell GMC because they take care of you. Get a fast start without the fast talk at Nile Maxwell GMC. You need to be aware of sticker scam at other dealerships. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price and put surprise aftermarket items on their car to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see is called market adjustment pricing. Well, they don't have that at Nile Maxwell GMC. Truckloads of 2022 showing up every day, and you can shop their entire lineup of GMCs from any make or model at NileMaxwellGMC.com, or just go see their inventory in Round Rock. Go visit our friends, professional, great experts that will take first-class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or online NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. And as always, you'll have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. We are professional grade. All right. Coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes. Man, they busted this huge crime ring, uh, this boat theft ring. Um, And you got it. You got to hear about it. It's really, really interesting. Um, That's our game wardens. Hey, coming up next, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. Country music on the radio. Pull the real tree camouflage sheets down low. Life is good, girl, you're looking fine. Thank God I got my baby up in my dear blind. Waited all year, forgot it all. 
Ja, hola. I've got stories. And through my ears, I didn't know if you heard that. No, but we're good here. All right. We're back now. I had to right. I had to exit out of that uh news story I had for us. God, you're like this multitasker constantly. Yeah. Welcome back, folks. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yes, just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we do what we can every Sunday morning live, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 at com. Follow us on all your pod favorite podcast platforms. Share us with your friends. We'd appreciate you doing that. Uh, hey, uh, n- flash from the uh, deer stand, beef steak. So I'm TJ Granny. That's Cody Ryan. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets all the gate open, gets all the gear going. Um, Beefsteak is the uh, the guy that's usually here with us. Uh, we haven't seen him in months. He's kind of been off the grid because it's deer season. He is in the deer stand right now reporting in temperature 21 in the deer stand. Yeah, he can have it. It's currently right here at the farmhouse uh 72 right now in the farmhouse. I'm about yep. to take my sweatshirt off. It's getting warm. 71 at KOZ World Headquarters. Yes. So, uh, but I... Uh, and I have a hot cup of coffee I'm about to try. I have two computer screens going, and I had the news story on the wrong one, and it was playing in my ears. Kind of freaked me out for a second. I thought, I thought Sam was playing this news story before we came back from break, I thought he was playing it over the air. Uh, like it was this like predetermined idea that we were going to play this new story over the air. And it ended up being on my computer. So hope that didn't mess y'all up on that side. Now it's time for this week's game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Texas Game Wardens investigate investigation results in organized crime ring bust and multiple arrests, the two-year multi-agency effort led to high praise, award nominations, and safer coastal communities. Uh, This is out of Galveston, Texas. What started off as a run-of-the-mill investigation into a series of boat title discrepancies concluded this past summer with multiple felony charges against three individuals suspected of running an interstate theft ring in the recovery of over $275,000 worth of stolen watercraft and other vehicles, Sergeant Game Warden Jonathan Griffin of the Marine Theft Investigation Unit facilitated an impressive two-year investigation into the organized crime ring, leading to a nomination for Investigator of the Year Award by the International Association of Marine Investigators. It was... a uh, uh, it says here, after recovering 27 
stolen vessels trailers they filed charges and arrested three suspects for theft and engaging in organized crime um, while the charges are pending we're working to locate and recover more stolen jet skis and boats that may have been sold using the same scheme it's been satisfying to be able to help get this property back to its rightful owners um what i uh, what i thought was really interesting in that or one of the things I thought was really interesting in that is that um, he was part of that title. If you go and you buy a boat from somebody and you go down to get the title for it and you say, Oh, I only paid a hundred dollars for it. So you don't have to pay the tax on it. And it's like a 19 or, you know, 2020 Ranger <laughs> or anything. Right. That that's the red flags go up, man. You, you well, and it doesn't work that way anymore. For in Texas, it doesn't work that way anymore. In Texas, they take they take the <clears throat> lower of the uh, or no the high. Uh, I can't remember how they do it, but they'll take what the estimated value is, and then what you say you paid. And if there's a discrepancy, they'll take the estimated value over the what, you uh, what you're telling them you paid correct so it used to be back in the day you could be like hey i'm gonna sell you this truck for a 100 bucks right well and, and you pay taxes on a hundred dollars yeah yeah sometimes you did though yeah and and that's just not how it works anymore so um but yeah so i'm sure it raises red flags but they had it going across state lines they were doing it in florida they were doing it in texas they were doing it uh, there was apparently this crime ring. They were stealing these jet skis from Texas and Florida and swapping locations and titling them in different states, you know, they, and they, they thought they was pretty smart. Yeah. Well, but they did not know that there is an international association of Marine investigators. Yeah. And they recovered over trail 250 grand plus. They said there's, probably a lot more that they haven't found yet. And so just like anything, you know, you, you get, you know, they probably made their first hundred grand and they may have gotten away with that. Yeah. But then they, they were like, well, and... if we just do it, you hey, know, this is a good way to make a living. No working on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go, we get to ride sweet machinery. <laughs> this is awesome. I bet we can do it just a couple more times. Just a, did, did, just did, one did, more. Did, did, did. In reporting in, reporting in, this yeah. just in, dough down, dough down. Beefsteak has laid a dough down in the dirt, and he is now drinking a cup of coffee. I don't believe it. I he just, says, I warn you. Uh, I, I am drinking coffee and waiting. Oh, it says Papa Dough. <laughs> Papa dough. Papa dough. Uh, anyway, report in. Yes. Doe down. Doe down. Maybe the last doe killed in the season. It has to be. It's the last remember, day in some counties. I think there's like 77 counties across the state of Texas, something like that. Don't take my word for it, but that you can hunt does uh, after regular season. And I noticed, I checked my game cam last night. I've had you know, between building my house and all that, like my feeding program, I've moved my feeders and stuff like that here at the farm. And 
I wasn't feeding consistently for a period of time there. And, uh, but I finally checked my camera in the last couple of days. I've got like four bucks coming into my feeder. I'm Dude, like, oh. I had, Ugh. so the ginormous eight point buck that, uh, yeah, had been coming to your feeder. My son-in-law has been chasing at the farm this whole time. He, he came in. Uh, to the back feeder or to the front feeder and I was sitting drinking coffee the other day watching him out there in the morning uh, yeah he's limping his his left front leg's goofy he's limping oh well of course he is uh, hey there's no better way to ensure successful farmer ranch operation with safe built and well built equipment that you can rely on for years to come from handling equipment ranching equipment to fencing feeders rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you top quality products available on farm and ranch market today farm ranch store.com our supplies products come from leading suppliers Prefert, powder river ww manufacturing trusted names in the industry go see are a stamp of approval products at farmranchstore.com where the landowner goes to get the work done. Coming up on the flip side, I want to talk about, I know we've got some uh, open conversation coming up at the top of the hour, but I want to talk about some hunting bands that are going on across the, the world, our world, that are threatening us right here in the United States if we don't pay attention and take action right now. It, it It's real and it's happening, and uh, we'll talk about it on the flip side. Plus, we've got all your favorite segments left, your Armed Citizens Report, Peter Report, all that more. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here, or catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> 